0: Yes, guys, welcome back to the original judo podcast. I'm James Austin and I'm joined this week. Well, he's uh, multiple British medalist much like our uh, last guest of the show. He took a fifth place in the Youth Olympics, uh, this time in 2017. And more recently, he took a fifth place in the Bulgarian European Open and then just a few weeks ago won the Rome European Open. Delighted to welcome uh, Rycroft's Charlie Young to the show. Charlie, how are you doing?
1: Yeah, good, mate. Thank you for having me. Privileged to be on.
0: No, mate. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on. Um You've had a lot of recent running results, so I'm sure you'll be in a lot of people's kind of minds when they're thinking about British Judo at the moment. Uh, but could you get us started? Let us know how you kind of got started in Judo um, and your journey to where you are now.
1: Yeah, so it's always been like a, a family thing. Um, I've got two older cousins. Um, both got to like a decent level at Judo. Uh, and then my uncle, he's always been my coach from a young age. And that yeah, so like he, he was running a Judo club um a club called hilltop you won't know it but it's a tiny little club um and literally like in my hometown and um yeah when i was about five three four five i used to just go on just literally just start fighting people having a scrap not actually training properly until the age of probably seven but that's how it started like I always always knew judo. that's always what i've known
0: Right. love yeah. it. and then obviously a little bit older you moved to ryecroft Where you know there's been a huge number of players come out of that club. Um, I'm going to definitely piss people off by not mentioning names, but I would say most recently, just a couple of years ahead of you, I guess would have been Sam Hall. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, Um, best
1: best club in the country, I'd say it's got to be. So it's it's up up there.
0: It's definitely up there. It's
1: up there. It's up there. But yeah, um, no Sam Hall, a few years ahead of me. and yeah, we've had, low, there's no point mentioning him because like, I don't know how many people are going to know him, but like, they're a legend.
0: I hope Nick and Ian and James and Ian Benson, they're all listening and, yeah. and you've just said there's no point mentioning them. There's absolutely no point mentioning them. Um, What is it like though, coming through the club? Like at what stage do you realise that you wanted to be a full-time athlete? Um, and, and does that environment at Rycroft, yeah. Does that help you develop like that kind of desire?
1: um definitely yeah i remember when i was younger so it went through a, a good stage right did when i was about probably from the age of nine to about 13 when there was a lot of like good good younger ones around my age and i used to have like a good like good training and then i remember one year we went to like the a-band nationals because um, back then i remember the a-band nationals i remember having 45 in my way like it was <laughs> like go and you'd have a good good tear up to win it you had to be good i don't know if it's the same now boy i remember it used to be hard i remember we we took like nine goals so like oh just to- at
0: rycroft that's pretty <laughs> that's, that's pretty, pretty good going.
1: and um so like yeah it used to be and like ian oliver used to take great sessions still does now was a great atmosphere like everyone trained hard and then it still is the same but as, as like a younger group you don't you don't find that as often like a younger group pushing each other and that's what it was like quite a, bit, a few rivalries as well within like the same weight or one weight up one weight down
0: Love that. And then are you aware of the likes of Sam? Because I think he's like he is five or six years older than you. And he's obviously been pushing G B team for a little bit longer. Um successful really successful as a junior, more recently getting a bit of success as a senior. Um is he someone you look to emulate? Or again, are your kind of judo heroes? Are they are they wider than the club?
1: Um Are you talking about when I was like younger or now? Yeah, yeah when i was younger
0: yeah were your role models like who 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 were they
1: no i definitely said i was i I watched i definitely wanted to be like what sam were doing when i when he moved to the center i remember i remember him moving actually because he came with us to watch um, my cousin make his mma debut okay 13 and he came we picked him up and he came to watch and i remember um like vividly him talking about moving and it was opening up and i thought oh that sounds like good um but I didn't like love judo at this point I loved fighting so boxing judo MMA anything like I did them all so it's like I didn't know I kind of wanted to do MMA at that point because my cousins were doing it so I was there like that's what I want to do because that's the real deal that's the proper thing um so I, I was a bit torn between the two at that age I think
0: how'd you end up in judo then like so my me and my brother had a similar thing my brother went MMA I went judo um he's still competing well, how do yeah. you end up in judo like mma is the growing sport you know it feels like
1: yeah um well, it's just i think you've got to pick aren't you like i was doing i think every kid should do as many sports as possible until the age of probably 12 but like after that like you it's gonna like if you start getting good at one or good at two like it's gonna have to like narrow down into it hmm so I, I got good at judo and I started like improving, and it's probably like when I go into like the like youth Olympics and stuff like that, like I realized that like this is like this is good, like winning is good, winning abroad like and just getting to that level. but even then, I think I've still torn a little bit so
0: you made this decision to stay in judo, and quite early on, you clearly decided you want to train full time. What goes yeah. into the decision to move into the national center because that's where you're based now?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, no, like a lot of things. Like it is, is it was a big, a big decision. But I feel like two, probably two years prior, uh especially a year prior. I remember seeing a big group of people move in about six months before me. um They're all the similar age to me, but like the likes of ollie Andrew, um, a few of the girls. They all moved in together. And I was a few months too young to move in at that point because I was still 17. Mm-hmm. And then all them moved in, and I'd done like a few stints like of like two weeks there one week there where you're living in the environment i feel like that is a massive thing to do for anyone who wants to join the center don't just come in like willy nilly and think oh that's what i want to do like without spending any time away from home
0: and stuff like that, like you need to you need to try it first no i love that and then yeah how long did it take you to settle into that environment because you've been there a few years now um Starting to get the results come up on the board, which is amazing. Um, how long does it take to settle, get used to the training the environment, the styles of coaching?
1: Um, well I moved in January 2020 and it was an awful Oh, <laughs> oh
0: like, what a great time to go. Yeah. Two months later yeah. everything's shut down.
1: Exactly. So I like I was starting to like really like get on with everyone, like either like and like get on with the team and stuff. And then lockdown literally happened, and then we came back, and then we came back, and we won. Even as the whole team was in like light, lightweights, heavyweights.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I'd say, I'd say probably six months of actual time here, and after that, I was like really close with every, every. Like obviously you're going to be closer with other people, and have uh, you're closer mates. But
0: I'd say they're all my friends, and all my mates. Love it. Um. Sixty six as a weight category in G B, um certainly on the men's side is I for me I think packed with talent. There's three or four guys who are of a level starting to pick up medals at European opens. And I think with your last couple of results, uh Bulgaria, fifth place, Rome winning it, you're looking to establish establish yourself at the head of that group. Um yeah what's it like not knowing that there's such a big group of talent out there i'm i'm, I'm thinking of the likes of michael fryer finley allen alex short yourself yeah. obviously um, no yeah
1: good i especially like mike's obviously he's here training um pushing me like getting on he's been injured a lot of this year to be fair which is a shame um because it'd have been good having him in the, all these tournaments as well cuz we might have even fought each other and it's like especially when you see another player like winning and beating people in the same day as you on that day like say you're going through the rounds it can like a lot of the time it does help me push on and win because he's thinking to myself like if he's doing well i need to do well especially when it's me and him because like last year as well like i got a result then he got a result then i got a result you know what i mean like we both went one for one yeah, yeah he pulled away a bit last year as well uh from me so i thought this year the pressure is on on a little bit um so yeah like no, it's good. It's good, having, and especially when like, when ONST like ONST this weekend, getting getting on with like them two other lads as well. Like, yeah.
0: And what's changed over the last couple of months? What's come together? Like, so you've obviously, I think last year picked up first medal in the European Cup, and yeah, then yeah. literally a month ago, well, six weeks maybe now, you took a fifth place in Bulgaria. Um, missing out narrowly back again, four weeks later. W- w- what's changed for Rome? What makes it click? Yeah,
1: it's all on the day, isn't it really? Let's be honest. Cause like my first fight I was losing, by was Harry, <laughs> <laughs> And that's easily been upon like a little bit more on my side of that. would have been upon that's my day done. So it's a lot by, like, it doesn't sound good, but it is a lot of luck on the, on these days, like winning gold, like especially gold as well. Cause that means you've beaten everyone. Mm-hmm. Like and you're beating everyone who's beating everyone as well that day. So it's 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 a lot different to winning a bronze, but it's I don't know I don't know what changed. I, I felt the same in the warm up. I felt okay. Um, I don't know. I got my main training partner Eric Eric Ham. He was there with me in um, in Rome. So yes. getting, and we both was about 35, 36 fight on. So we warmed up exactly the same time. There was no rush. I made weight really well, which is always um that's probably the biggest fight for me
0: but that's something we're definitely going to come back to Uh, yeah
1: um but i made um the week before so we had the three european opens we had um what was the first one bulgaria Bulgaria. poland rome so Mm -hmm. there was all there was one week in between of each of them so like i made weight for all three of them quite well Like, where I'm saying, like, we got there on the day of weighing and four hours before I was, like, bang on weight, having to do nothing when I got there. Just arriving there, being able to just, like, sort my, like, drinks out, go to the shop, chill, just wait for the weigh-in. No stress, which I like. So, like, that's always a bonus, having something like that. And then on the day, I don't know, like, I had momentum, like, really good momentum going through. Like, my first fight, I had a really hard fight. had to come back from behind leveled up on the score, One even upon levelled up on the score, had to go golden score and then I like, scraped the scraped the win against the good boy. Like he'd gone fourteen fights unbeaten before I beat him at junior.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, two two golds last year, his last two events. Um so then after that I had two good Italian boys, one Italian boy to be honest going through to Azar, like, he's he's tricky. Like I'm gonna struggle with him. Um he beat Michael Fry last year and as like, I watched him against in that fight and he was like he was very good, very quick with his feet. Former sixties boy, so small, quick underneath me, and yeah, like beat him. That was another like close fight though, like could it, it could easily go either way. And then the third fight, um, I lost to that lad last year,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it, like completely battered me as well. Dominated the whole fight in the quarterfinals. Uh, what, what I won even not close to him, so I thought like, but I stay in the I stay, every fight I like try to stay in it because with a lot of these like. Um, a lot of the good like foreign boys like they they are they're good for about a minute or two, especially not the highest level ones, and you st- you stay in it and you stay past that level past that time you, you you can feel it, they can feel them die off, and that was happening in most of my fights. like they gradually just went down, went down, They like cardio weren't there, they weren't able to push it, and I was just staying in it, staying in it, staying in it, keeping the same pace, and I feel like that was what that was probably the biggest um difference
0: love that and i think you you talk about the standard the standard of the european opens this year last year i mean since covid has been so high it's terrific and yeah. the fact that you're getting yourself now regularly in those medal fights you you talk about um the difference winning gold and winning bronze but the fact you you've been in two medal fights yeah. this year i think yeah definitely shows that you you you're very comfortable at that level and that's kind of led itself into um I I I imagine selection for the world. What does that feel like? Congratulations.
1: No, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, so like it, I, hit, I hit criteria for my age for um because um 2001 born and before it was just one European Open medal would get considered. Um, it wasn't like you were definitely going to go. There was obviously they sit down, they look at it. Um, but I think the fact that it was a gold and not like a bronze made it quite a clear conversation um so i was pretty confident i was going to go but i was happy i'm really I'm over the moon to be fine at that level as a, as 21 years old and not many people can say that
0: no i love that and i think is there under 23 europeans this year as well later on in the year
1: there is but i don't know if i'll be doing it okay uh, there's a few there's an event uh the perth event for points
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So that's I imagine that's looking ahead to Olympic qualification yeah, in Paris.
1: That's that's oh. the goal. So it's obviously going to be tight. Um but like there's big points available there. So and none of twenty three years there's no points. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's a it's a great it's, it's a great achievement to get medal in
0: It's a title, it's an event, but yeah, it doesn't with Paris just on the horizon, it doesn't mm-hmm. carry the same um value, I guess. No, exactly, um, no, yeah. So, OK, so in my research for this, um, it's been an absolute revelation. I've not been on TikTok before, um, yeah. but basically every single Google search I did kept bouncing me back to your uh, TikTok channel, which right. was amazing. Um, a lot of it's around food. Uh, you've yeah. seen some really good interaction with like a lot of the people following you. <clears throat> why? Why is it all food based? Why is it so much showing what you, how you recovering, how you cutting weight?
1: Um, I don't, I feel like it's a it's a I have a big judo following on TikTok. Um, so like a lot of people like to see, especially younger people who like might have like a bit of weight to lose. Mm-hmm. Like, like they they see that stuff and it's like it might show them it's not too much of a bigger deal. But I would never encourage. Like, I've never on there encourage people at a younger age to cut weight like and i can't I, I did myself but i only cut weight because it was for major championships i only stayed mm. down for like such as EOF, the european championship stuff like that yeah. They're once in a lifetime opportunities i'd be stupid not to but i'd never encourage to cut weight at a younger age just get to your natural weight as soon as possible um but yeah like i don't know people just love that type of stuff and the eating i i can eat like i've always been a big eater uh, especially after i've like cut weight for like two weeks say and like, my stomach shrunk and then it it expands normally about two days after weighing. And then that's when I'm like, I can't get full. <laughs> it's, it's just like it's a five, five to 10,000 calorie day every time.
0: What, what does your normal weight look like? When, when do you start? When do you like, I'm, I'm really interested in this side of the sport. I've done lucky enough to do a study in MMA on kind of, yeah, weight management behaviors and then the, how it affects kind of like their, psychological approach to competition like what does your weight cut look like well i'm we talking about the water or we're we talking about like the leading up to it the week all of it so like yeah is it do you do it over a week do you start like managing your food like two or three weeks out yeah. and then when does the weight water loading weight cut in what what do you do
1: okay so obviously it's totally different to mma you can't compare the two because obviously we have we have 12 hours to rehydrate yeah we and they've got
0: 36
1: 36 so we can't really take off um as much. That's not me saying I've never took off that type of weight, but I shouldn't be doing. Uh so for like the ones where it's rebounding, like one week off, one week on, I just try and like get back on it as soon as possible. Maybe a two, three day layoff. Mm-hmm. um my weight will go a well, four or five kilo will go back on quite comfortably. Uh and and norm, I, I get me. I get that back off quite comfortably. So it's just maintaining around 70 kilo when I'm fine at 66. Um so yeah, but for such as like the worlds in, I've got that. I've got a big gap now, so I'm doing that. I'm gonna do this one properly, like four weeks out. Started like last Monday. Okay. Me sure eating clean. Uh, I'm not too bothered about the number on the scales right now. As long as it's coming down slowly, um, I'm not too bothered. Um, so yeah, that I will do that, and then say for example,
0: where do you want to get to before you start yeah. kind of water manipulation?
1: 69 is not perfect. Okay. 70 is about the most I want to do. It's about four kilo is the most I'd want to do. Yeah. But I never feel great after doing four kilo. But three, three is normally perfect. For the best, the best weight cut I've had this year would probably be, I'd say Rome. And for Rome, I did, I was, I think 69.2 maybe. And I okay. like, do, I don't want to do it all like bath or sauna because i've done a lot of like research on it and stuff apparently like taking all the water from like just sitting there and just doing no exercise is a lot worse for you than doing like exercise to lose the weight okay feel better doing a little bit so i do like 34 minutes run like full sweatsuit try and lose like one and a half normally and then i go to the sauna and do i always find sauna so good as well like first 10-15 minutes it like slow and then after that it's just coming out of me quickly and it's just it's 30 minutes really 30-40 minutes in the sauna and i'm on i'm about on weight um for the european opens where we've been getting there on weighing i've been leaving about a kilo overweight travel yeah. at point six point seven, get there 0. one or 2 over but time by the time weighing comes around i'm on weight so that's the perfect wake nah. up two to three kilo of water
0: I love that and then not encouraging anyone to cut weight nah. but I think it's really important as well that you clearly know kind of the boundaries of your weight when you're doing it yeah. well when you're doing it poorly like the kind of amount you water, you're losing traveling overnight yeah. um how do you get to that point is that just um testing it over time
1: yeah it's just it's just yeah years of doing like I've made weight so many times now, especially at this weight. I've been this weight now for about three years. Yeah. I've I've made weight probably I don't know 30 times. Made six six 30 times I'd say, around there maybe a few more. Um and yeah, so it's just it's just knowing like how much I'm gonna lose from when I leave my room here to when I get into the room where I am, stuff like that. I pretty much know exactly what I'm gonna lose
0: everyone's everyone's got a worst weight cut story and it's it's almost like a badge of honor like in a weird way it's uh and again when i was talking to these mma guys they were doing some absolutely insane things and it's like a for that sport it's a rite of passage yeah what's your kind of worst experience of cutting weight and What did you very quickly rule out after doing it?
1: Um, See, I've had, for the Youth Olympics, I was, so I was only 15, and I was, I'd been 50s already for about a year and a half, and the start of that year, I'd, I'd fought 50s at the Nationals, and then Christmas had happened, and I was obviously still growing, and after Christmas, I remember jumping on the scales at about 55 kilo. But I thought, I knew that like, my cousins and my uncle and was there, like, like they mentioned EOF. So I had that in the back of my head and I thought, that's, that's a good achievement to get. So I remember for the Midlands, I started three weeks out and I won it. And I remember getting down to weigh and thinking that was, that was difficult.
0: Got right. from 55 <laughs> down to 50?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did yeah. it over three weeks. Yeah. But I did it well. Uh, And then, but for EOF, so I I didn't get selected for the Europeans. Uh, I took a seventh in Bremen. And then I thought, oh, I, could, I probably should go both. They didn't end up taking me to Europeans. That came out. So I thought, oh, I won't be going to EOF. And I thought, I was good, but I thought, oh. So I was about 57 kilo at this point. <laughs> and then, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, said it was, it's not great. And then the week later, the selections for that came out. And I was <laughs> on it. And at this point, I'd fought at under 60 kilo in an event. <laughs> yeah. yeah and I I was about 57 to 58 over in between the two and I was there like I said I I don't think I can actually make this and and uh, um my family was there like well if you don't want to do it you don't have to do it like you don't and I thought am I being a pussy here really Like, let's be honest it's like the youth Olympics like and I I made it but the diet wise water cut wasn't too bad I can't really remember to be honest what that was like because I don't think I actually yeah back then like even now you can't be seen losing water weight at that age I don't think yeah it's like there's some restrictions and stuff so I remember Gary Edwards being really supportive of it my dad spoke to him and said he's like still got about two three kilo to go but this was about five days before weighing when we got to Bisham Abbey and he was like now nah, we'll get it off we'll get it off you will be fine um and I remember I just remember the amount of food I was eating even two weeks out was just so minimal like it was just hor- it was horrible um but it was worth it like i can i can always say i went there and did that so that was probably that's probably the worst like overall but then i've had some bad ones with water like where i've had to do four four kilo five kilo of water
0: and swear to yourself never again and then fall back into the same trap no yeah you do mate, you do has it has it been a big effort then to tidy that side of your lifestyle up the weight management because it's such a big part getting it right performing getting your weight management right is such a big part of judo i think
1: no massive, massive Like i look at the the top guys in my weight, and i just think they they look big for the weight and mm. i think they have their diet perfect constantly to look that big like they must be 70 71 day if i am and then like they must be just making the weight perfectly so it is it's is massive like that's what i've said to like my coaches like ian john's especially i spoke to him uh, a few days ago, and I said I, I want you weight checking me up to the worlds. Like some people hate that type of side of it. Like oh, that's bad for like I don't want that mentally for me. But for me personally, I don't care about that type of stuff. I just want to perform. So I know if they're gonna tell me if they just surprise me with weight weighing myself, my weight's gonna be coming down. Cause I'm, if they have gave me a goal, I will make sure I hit it. Yeah. So it's like, and if I make it, I just want to make it perfectly. So and I, I know when I have made it perfectly in the past, how well I can perform. So, why why wouldn't I want to make it like that again? Like, where I don't even, it's not even a concern. My like week out, I'm not even concerned about my weight. Love it. I obviously want
0: it do that, don't know. Coming back to TikTok, also love the videos with your dog. Yeah, they went a little, <laughs> little
1: bit crazy, they did.
0: Did they go, I was going to, that was my next question. Which have ended up more popular, the ones you like talking about your diet, your weight management, or you wrestling with your dog?
1: Oh no, the one of them with my dogs. I did one on it was over Christmas, and I did one that got about half a million views. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: that went crazy. But I'd had that before with an eating video after yeah. a tournament last year. I just did a little video of how much I ate. It wasn't even that impressive, really, but it, I don't know why it just went it just went viral. Um, and that had about half a million. So I was there like, oh, that, that's cool. And then I did one two days later where I was fighting my dog again, and that got 1.2 million so that went like yeah that
0: was proper crazy oh i love it um why did those videos hit
1: um for the food and that i feel like that most people that was watching that like that was like it just with tiktok it's like if it gets on like the for you page yeah then it's like people are going to see it so it just
0: comes up like whole fire you've got to remember you're speaking to someone who's 40 years old i've literally i've downloaded it first time today charlie 10 minutes before coming on this call to do a bit of research on you (laughs) Nah, it's it's very cool it's all good um so what's next you've got the world's coming up you're going to perth after that like what are your goals in the short term we've talked a little bit around paris uh where do you go from there
1: from paris or from
0: nice uh, maybe between the worlds and paris what what are your goals
1: um worlds to be honest with worlds cause an upset perform just fight just just go out there and fight my best fight that like i know i can do um and i know i take beat. I take some beating when i'm on my day and like i get into the day especially i take some beating um and i'm, I'm realistic though i know i know i'm I'm probably not going to go win win gold or win a medal, but like it's just going there and performing to what I know I can do. Um, and then I have a two week break, and I've got the two Grand Prix, Austria and Tajikistan. Okay. So, to be honest with you, there, but that's that's more of a that's where I want to perform. I want I want a top seven out of them two, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because I feel like that's the next step. Then I was I was very close at the beginning of the year in Portugal. I, I won two fights and I had a I was deep water with a Brazilian boy but made a silly mistake and then I got thrown so like not doing stuff like that and being like just keeping in the fight like I've said what I did in Rome and getting a result there and then we go to Japan for six weeks I go to Japan for so that's like a break then and then it'll be I don't actually know the plan after Japan yeah it'll come out whatever the big events are I should be doing them, and then back to that like, the European Open level because that's that's still a hard level. Like even though, if even if you win a medal there, that's not
0: saying you're going to go and win a medal next time. Because yeah, it's, it's so tough at the moment. Yeah. Looking looking back on your career so far, like where's been your best judo? Where do you go? Actually, that was that was Charlie Young at his best.
1: I would say yeah, I would say Rome. That that was like I had some proper wars there. That's week but I'm an amazing at judo I I know I'm honest about that like I know I ain't got the prettiest judo um I ain't got I ain't got the like the best throwing ability but like I'm realistic I know that I never have uh at that level as well but I know I can take anyone to like a deep water fight and I, I can keep going I'll keep standing up when they keep standing up like and I'm ready for a war like as much as anyone so and it's not the prettiest judo that wins fights it's not the best judo that wins fights anyway at the highest level it's having that grit and like being able to push, and being just like catching people when they're like not expecting it, and just being sharp on the ground and stuff like that. That's what wins fights.
0: Oh, that's such a massive part. Like I think people get too caught up in thinking they have to have perfect Japanese style oh. judo, and the reality is the messier you can make it, the, the, the yeah, like you said, the quicker you can get back to your mark and be on it again. Love that. I absolutely love yeah. that, Charlie. Um, look where can people find you we've talked about instagram we've talked about tiktok where can people find you on social media if they want to check you out follow your journey
1: um charles youngie on uh, instagram is my main that's where i've got my my main followers Uh, that's where i'm putting all my videos out and uh, i might have to be a best behavior on instagram because i've had a few little warnings about some of the posts so i have to be on my best behavior um but yeah that's that's just that i that's realistic though i need to be uh i have younger people following me and like people who are just like for some reason looking up to me um on there so yeah like, i need that type of charles young on instagram and then uh my tiktok i don't know what my tiktok is to be fair it might be see to the halls Love that. i think that's what my uh, uh, tiktok is a little bit different but
0: charlie you've been an absolute star thank you so much for coming on mate um best of luck for the worlds and yeah, basically everywhere going forwards. Um, I know I see you on a Wednesday at some point. I will almost certainly ask you again, if you want to come on for another like half hour, a little update about your journey, where you get into what your plans are, that would be fab. Um, But yeah, good luck. All the best. Thank you, mate. Thank you for having me. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed today. Um, All the usual nonsense, like, subscribe, share it with a friend. Blah, blah, blah. Catch you later.